0: a Saturday Morning Rewatch, where we rewatch old cartoons. That was extra. Hi, Jess. Hi, Kelly. Yay, it's Saturday Morning Rewatch time.
1: Yay. This
0: time, it was Inspector Gadget. And considering I've committed to singing the theme song, I'm pretty sure everyone knows this one, which is... Boop-a-doop-a-doop, Inspector
1: Gadget. Boop-a-doop-a-doop, doop boop boop-hoo. It's just that, like, repeated, like, five very times. good. <laughs> I actually like the theme songs.
0: It's kind of sweet in yeah. a weird little way, actually.
1: It's probably one of the better done parts of the show.
0: Yeah, the opening is very simple. Like, it feels a little spy versus spy of just like, hey, this is a man who has gadgets. He is an inspector. Look at him do stuff. <laughs> That's it. And I think the middle refrain is literally, go Gadget, go. Like, yeah. just over and over again.
1: <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> and then at the end, it's the same song, but the villain yeah. Dr. Claw says, I'll get you next time.
0: Yep, that's it. It's, it's sweet and simple, and, like, that's it. It's kind of like Rugrats or, like, Captain Planet. If you've watched the cartoon once, you know the theme song. It's just stuck somewhere in the back of your head. <laughs>
1: yes. So the original Inspector Gadget ran from 1983 to 1986. There's 86 episodes. And the show follows the bumbling cyborg Inspector Gadget as he attempts to solve mysteries using his crazy gadgets, which are all parts of his body.
0: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Because
1: that's not weird. (laughs) It's weird. Uh, To catch the evil Dr. Claw, who is like a mad evil genius. However, it is Inspector Gadget's niece, Penny, and super smart dog, Brain, who ultimately solve all the mysteries. Mm -hmm. Like Scooby-Doo, the episodes are incredibly formulaic and they're basically the same every time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you've seen one Inspector Gadget episode, you've probably seen all of them. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, is Inspector Gadget Canadian?
1: Uh, it was like canadian french american mashup but yeah Yeah. it's a lot more canadian than most of the other stuff we watched
0: yeah because i literally googled what inspector meant because i know it's like in in police forces inspector is kind of the same as detective but like in this show it's almost like inspector gadget is like a weird cia agent or something (laughs) like he gets all these secret missions that just explode all the time
1: yes And one must really wonder why the chief continues to give Inspector Gadget self-destructing messages when every single time Gadget throws the message back at him and it explodes.
0: (laughs) On him. On him. It's even in the opening. In the opening (laughs) they show Inspector Gadget throwing a message at the chief and him exploding in a safe. Also the chief is never there in like a full body until the very end. He just shows up as like just a head somewhere
1: hiding in some like impossible place like there was an episode where he was buried in the flower bed and i was like
0: how did you get there (laughs) yeah there was another that i saw where he was just a head on a series of display heads for hats (laughs) (laughs) just just, just, like what Yep. All right. So I think you should tell me first how you feel about Inspector Gadget because as I told you before we started recording I have strong feelings about Inspector Gadget. Just for everybody listening just does not know what those feelings I are yet.
1: I really want to know. <laughs>
0: I'm warning everyone. So, Jess, how do you feel about Inspector Gadget? Uh,
1: I'm just kind of... I thought it was really funny when I was a kid, and I can kind of understand why I thought that, because it's just really dumb jokes. <laughs> but, like, as an adult Inspector, Gadget is so stupid. <laughs> it's kind of hard to watch like he's constantly driving himself and penny and brain somewhere but like not looking at the road at all and his mm-hmm. eight-ish year old niece has to grab the steering wheel yeah it's very dangerous mm-hmm. his stupidity threatens his own life and the lives of those around him on a regular yes. basis yes so while i was watching it i did come up with an alternate theory but i kind of want to know how you feel first
0: oh okay yeah that works that makes sense for you so I fucking hate Inspector Gadget. I hate everything about him. I hate everything about this show. It's fucking garbage. Penny deserves better. Brain doesn't make any sense. Why does he have an Inspector Gadget job? Like, okay, why does anyone give him anything to do when literally no one in the show thinks he can complete anything with the exception of his arch nemesis?
1: (laughs) The only person who takes Inspector Gadget seriously (laughs) is Claw. It's true. And I really think that Claw would be better off if he just ignored Gadget. (laughs)
0: Yes. If he literally just ignored him, all of his plans would go off without a hitch. Which also, his plans are stupid as fuck. I'm
1: not even sure what the point of most of them is.
0: (laughs) No, they don't. Like, in the first one, why are they in the Scottish Highland? Which, no introduction, no nothing, no backstory. Like, if you have a niece, that means you have a brother and or sister sister but we have no idea why penny is with you where did brain the dog come from is he genetically engineered (laughs) why are you a cyborg that doesn't work did you do this to yourself inspector gadgets gadgets his whole shtick they are breaking constantly he's not even smart he walked into the mouth of a fucking machine going this is a knife's cave No!
1: It's made of
0: metal. It was bright purple. Literally no one trusts Inspector Gadget to do his job, but everyone is enabling him. No one is helping this poor child, and all of this just (laughs) sets up a super terrible environment. And I remember as a kid... When Inspector Gadget was on, I would watch like 10 minutes and then inevitably change the channel to anything else. That makes sense. And now as an adult, I'm like, Inspector Gadget, you're a fuckboy and you suck. And everyone else around you is letting you do this. And that's fucking terrible. This cartoon makes no sense at all, and there's so many questions that you don't even attempt to address any of them in any way, and also, I don't wanna know the answer. I want Inspector Gadget locked up in a safe, a metal, like, magnet put on it, and just shaking around until he falls apart. I want the dog to be given to a farm somewhere so he can actually run around and be happy, <laughs> because it's continuously being told, hey, Brain, you have to follow Inspector Gadget and make sure he doesn't get into trouble. What? the dog and then the dog is supporting the eight-year-old the second episode she diffuses a warhead i know what the fuck
1: penny is obviously a crazy genius
0: it's the other end of he-man it's so absurd it's real bad and i just i hate it i don't think anyone should have to watch it (laughs) without it being completely reformed and changed by any measure, by any measure, like all you have to do is introduce a sibling, introduce Inspector Gadget's sibling who's like, now Penny, I know that you don't like hanging out with your uncle, but we put a tracker in you so we know where he is all the time. Or the chief being like, hey, look, we give Inspector Gadget these dumb missions because literally everyone else would die trying to do them. <laughs> and if he dies, nobody cares. Nobody cares. You just do one episode where Brain escapes from a lab. That would be fine. Great. Okay, that makes sense. But it's still garbage. It's literally just like the Three Stooges took their act, made it a cartoon, and an executive said, no but worse.
1: No but worse. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly, like, this throwaway show where they're like, how fast can we slap together an episode? Yeah. So it was weird to watch after the Pirates of Dark Water because this show is so white. Oh my god, yeah. Even the minions are blonde.
0: Yeah. Literally everyone is white everywhere. <laughs> there's no other color or anything ever.
1: None that I saw. If it exists, I did not encounter it.
0: And There's no characterization either. Like Inspector Gadget is just bad. The Chief is just mad. Penny is just smart. Brian is just a little, or I'm sorry, Brain <laughs> is just, yeah, I know I fucked that up. Wrong Different dog. TV dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brain is just a little bit smart and sassy it's like but none of it makes any sense because like if Brain was also a gadget dog like some of the shit he does would make sense but he's just a normal fucking dog but they have him playing bagpipes at one point.
1: He walks on two legs
0: all the time? Yeah
1: like most of the time and he can almost talk. He climbs ladders. He's like one step below Scooby Doo levels of talking. Yeah and I think doesn't he have like a weird little antenna in his head? I think it comes out of his collar. So, like, when Penny calls him, this little antenna thing comes out of his collar. Yeah, but then he, like, talks to her. He fully understands English because he understands everything she tells him to do. Yeah. Also, this show
0: is one of those shows that ends on safety notes for kids. And I'm like motherfucker you have no right to give anyone safety information or any kind you can't even give anybody directions inspector fucking gadget like you routinely drive without your hands on the wheels and you're gonna tell kids if you go out in a boat make sure you have enough life preservers for everyone fuck off inspector gadget fuck off (laughs) You need to learn how to drive a car. You need to learn to do literally anything. Have you read the manual on yourself? (laughs) Like, why are you like
1: this? (laughs) Okay, so here's my alternative theory to this show, which is not based on the show at all, but based on my bored musings while I was watching it, Mm -hmm. is that he's not a cyborg at all. He's an android that Penny built. Oh. Penny is some, like, Crazy smart orphan child who built herself this android uncle and programmed him, and that's why he doesn't work very well because she's never done this before, and also she's eight. Jess. <laughs> she also somehow genetically engineered the dog. Okay,
0: you just fucking made more sense than this show has ever made <laughs> in two seasons worth of episodes.
1: I know there's 86 episodes. I was like, it's oh just unjust that there aren't that many episodes. <laughs> And there's only 21 of Pirates of Dark
0: Water. What the fuck?
1: Like, there's no justice in the world. uh.
0: So when I was really young, my mom used to refer to the TV as the idiot box, (laughs) and she would just be like, "Don't sit in front of that idiot box all day. You're just gonna rot your brain." (laughs) And this is one of the shows where I'm like, "Yeah, all right, TV's an idiot box." (laughs) Like
1: you correct. <laughs> yeah,
0: you were correct, Mommy. The show is garbage.
1: <laughs> it's really just the sort of thing that you would waste time. Yeah. I'm just waiting for some other show, or I don't have anything else to do at all, and this is yeah. fun.
0: The most well-crafted things is a theme song.
1: I would rather watch Scooby-Doo. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'd much rather watch Scooby-Doo. And I don't even like Scooby-Doo. Like
1: <laughs> It's a very similar style of show, except that it's funnier.
0: Yeah except that it's funnier, and the characters have even a little bit of characterization outside of stupid. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Inspector Gadget's characterization is stupid. That's it. That's his whole fucking deal. The most interesting thing about Inspector Gadget is that Claw has a cat that he sasses for dominance. Oh, my
1: God. It's true. The relationship (laughs) between Dr. Claw and Mad Cat is pretty amazing. Yeah. It is the best thing about the show.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, at one point, Claw... Bob will be giving orders or whatever and the cat will be mimicking him and he will turn to the cat and be like, hey, I'm the number one here. Yes. And the cat is always literally like, fuck you. Like it's just...
1: I know. They just like hiss at each other.
0: Yeah. Which, first of all, what? Is this why so many people have the perception of cats are terrible is just because of cartoon cats? Like, what the fuck? But secondly, it's a cat. Like... You're a human man in a weird armor suit that seems to have an unlimited supply of robots and the ability to steal, but not activate, warheads. (laughs) Like, he stole a warhead. He did not, like, take over the silo. No, he had a whole other silo to put it in.
1: (laughs) What He put a warhead in a barn silo. Yeah. What? I was like, I'm not even sure that would technically work. His plans
0: are literally just bad guy does stuff.
1: Yes, it's really weird. There was an episode called The Dutch Treat where he's got this weird scheme going on with the Dutch villains. <laughs> just all the Dutch! Yeah, the Dutch villains. <laughs> they're hiding diamonds in chocolate because the Dutch <laughs> are known for those things. And I was like, no. No, they're not. <laughs> Swiss so are known for their chocolate. What the fuck? I was like, I didn't even know the Dutch were known for diamonds. I guess they probably <laughs> sold them from South Africa at some point, but okay. I
0: mean, that makes sense in terms of like fucking colonizing, but. <laughs> yeah,
1: I didn't know that was a thing. And okay, so his whole plot was just putting the diamonds in the chocolate so he could smuggle them out. And I was like, all right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, Inspector Gadget is really stupid, and it just, it truly irritates me. If I remember correctly, Inspector Gadget had, like, a couple toys, but it wasn't, like, Ninja Turtles or He-Man where there were, like, a lot of toys.
1: Yeah, so this predates He-Man. Really? Wait, maybe it was. Oh, yeah, I think it was 83 because She-Ra started in 85. Yeah. So, yeah, getting our cartoons in order. So it started around the same time, but okay, it's clearly not... Launched in order to create a lot of toys because there's only like four characters. Yeah,
0: and like the show doesn't care about anything. Like it doesn't care about its characters, it doesn't care about its plot, it doesn't care about its audience, it doesn't even care about its merchandise. Like it just exists. Not to like shit on anybody who likes the premise of Inspector Gadget because look, robot dudes, cool, I'm chill with. Real smart kids? Fuck yeah. Dogs <laughs> that are smarter than people? Of course. I've met some. Like all of these elements I'm fu- like secret agents? Great.
1: <laughs> We're both for it. Witty
0: hijinks also fun. Slapstick humor. Cool. I can be down with it sometimes. All of these things are in the show, but at a level where literally nobody even tried to give an iota of a fuck about how any of it was working.
1: Yeah. It's true. I'm trying to see if there was, like, any explanation for why this show occurred, but it does saying. I
0: also don't understand, was Inspector Gadget the cartoon an adaptation of something
1: else? Uh, I don't think... So. Well, oh wait, it did say there was a... Nope. It's just... It's Dick Entertainment's first cartoon for syndication, but it's not really... They just, they just made a show. It's not based on anything.
0: Yeah, it's like... Bugs Bunny cartoons are just more interesting because they care about how silly they are and like the jokes are funny. Like the jokes in Inspector Gadget is at one point the Gadget Mobile gets paper all over it and Inspector Gadget goes, Look Penny, this store is having a sale. Yeah. We should go there. While Penny is literally driving <laughs> the car. Yeah. that's not a joke that's child
1: endangerment <laughs> no, i was like this is definitely neglectful it's
0: like there's no real reason to watch this show other than to put it on our podcast and scream about how dumb it is
1: <laughs> that's fair yeah it says in the original series there is no background or explanation as to why gadget is gadget <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, the phrase, like, go, go, gadget, whatever, he doesn't even use it that
1: often. No, and usually if he does, it doesn't work. It, like, brings out the wrong tool. Yeah, and it's like, why are you a broken fucking robot man? Like I said. Why? Because an (laughs) eight-year-old genius tried to build him.
0: See, this I would buy. Like if Penny is an orphan and this is the way she got out of the orphanage where she built herself a fucking uncle and the dog has to watch him because if something happens to him, she has to go back. Exactly. Boom. That's all I needed. That's up. way more interesting. (laughs) That's like even just having that bit of of, like fake information would make watching the show better. That's it. Like... (laughs) So, like a lot of other things, we have gone back and have been like, oh, you should watch it for these reasons, or oh, this was fun. Inspector Gadget, like, actively irritated me watching. <laughs>
1: That's fair. I remember watching it a lot, but it's not the sort of show you can be invested in because, like you said, the characters don't have any development. It's just the same thing again and again forever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, look, if you want to watch a cartoon, just go watch any of the others
1: we've talked about. There's so many other choices. Literally
0: any of the other shows we've watched are more interesting. And this is not to, like, shit on the idea that Inspector Gadget was probably the first in a lot of ways for certain things. It was the first cartoon from that house. And so I understand the safety in a slapstick show, but like Scooby Doo still has some plot. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles still has some fucking stakes, you know? Like, yeah. there's still ways to do this. I think part of it is too, is like Adult Me wants to change the channel, but I can't. But I remember Kid Me, without having the words, feeling insulted by that show. <laughs> And I feel like that show actively just insults the imagination of children. Go to a playground and talk to a seven-year-old and they will tell you about a show that doesn't exist but that is more interesting than Inspector Gadget.
1: (laughs) I think that's fair. Maybe that's why Scooby Doo is more fun because, like, the villains are ridiculous monsters. Mm hmm. <laughs> Whereas this is always this. Dr. Claw is fine, and he is voiced by Frank Welker, aka Megatron, aka Darkwater, mm-hmm. aka <laughs> many other oh, characters. God. Yeah, it's all connected. I know, it's so <laughs> weird. So, like, he's got a solid villain voice and. He doesn't have any story, but you can kind of get behind this evil cat. Yeah. It's kind of fun that we never see him, but it's not like most of the other villains we talked about who really have enough charisma to be compelling.
0: Yeah. Like, even Hordak has good plans. Yeah,
1: he's got good plans. Skeletor.
0: Claw's plans don't make (laughs) any sense. Skeletor is charismatic as fuck. <laughs> Hands
1: down the best part of that show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even Lord Blath is a damn good pirate. <laughs> yeah,
0: even the fucking polluter villains from Captain Planet. They're all trying to make money.
1: They're very dedicated. Like, you
0: understand their motivation. Yeah. Aku is an ancient evil. <laughs> Aku! Yeah, and, like, Rugrats, their villain is just learning to grow up. Like, that's existential. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the existential background of growing up faced with the direct evil of Angelica.
0: <laughs> yeah. The existential idea of growing up is a better villain than the actual villain of Dr. Claw.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, And
0: also, like, friendship is a better motivation for doing anything or, like, saving the earth or having magic powers or trying to get back home is a better motivation than you're somehow an agent even though you're really terrible. Yeah,
1: it's not even clear what kind of agent you are.
0: (laughs) No. And, like, also, Penny doesn't seem to enjoy helping him. She seems genuinely worried about him.
1: I mean, she seems to like solving the mystery. Yeah. But, I mean, you have to be worried about Gadget because he's constantly, like, almost falling off things. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. It's like she is a toddler, but who happens to be a Gadget man. Yeah. It would be different if, like, every time they got a mission, she was like, Ooh, what's the mission, Uncle Gadget? Like, let me help. But even Gadget is sometimes like, Penny, you stay here. And she's like, Oh, no, I have to pretend to be here while we, like, watch him.
1: Right. She's a, yeah. He always tells her to stay there, and then she's like, "Bringing you to go with him and make sure he stays safe." And then she goes out and like actually investigates this case, and yeah. nobody, including Doctor Claw, ever noticed that she's the right. one solving the mysteries. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like at this point,
0: Doctor Claw or the chief should be like, "Oh, it's the child,"
1: right? Like. <laughs> Gadget, I think in the one with the missile inside the barn, Mm -hmm. Gadget is like, how did you get here, Penny? Oh, don't tell me. I guess the chief must have brought you, but the chief is standing right there and he must be like, no, I did not. How did she get here?
0: (laughs) Yeah. The chief is just like, oh yeah, your niece is here because that makes sense in a missile silo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a really safe place for a child.
0: So yeah, anyway, uh, what's happening with Inspector Gadget?
1: (laughs) So this is a franchise because, again, there is no justice in the world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true enough.
1: So there were several TV specials following the initial show, and then there was a reboot series in 2015, which I haven't seen before, but apparently does focus more on Penny, Mm -hmm. Uh, and apparently Gadget and Dr. Claw are both kind of silly and (laughs) dim-witted, but Penny is still very smart. Mm -hmm. So there were 26 episodes of that series, and then there was a 1999 live-action film and a 2003 sequel to the live-action film, which I haven't seen but I would guess they're probably, like, Clueless style.
0: Yeah. I remember both of these. I don't remember watching them because I remember Kid Me being like, fuck Inspector Gadget.
1: (laughs) I don't think we watched them either. I don't remember them. And I remember, like, Clue and the Pink Panther movies and Mm -hmm. that stuff, but I don't remember watching an Inspector Gadget movie. Yeah. And, of course, there are video games and comic books and toys.
0: Because, again, there's no fucking justice in the world.
1: ridiculous. And like all 80s cartoons, it shows up on all of the like should this be rebooted lists? Except no, it shouldn't. Why would you No, it should
0: not. Anyone that is like, I want more Inspector Gadget, get out.
1: Just go. Just go. What do you want?
0: (laughs) Take your garbage cartoons somewhere else, please. I don't want them.
1: There's so many other things you can make. Just make another, like, Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century or whatever.
0: Yeah. And it's like, look, I'm not against harmless fun. Like, again, Bugs Bunny cartoons, I love them. I love how absurd they are. I love that, like, you've always got, like, the roadrunner being chased by a coyote and he never wins. You've got duck season, rabbit season. They're very repetitive and very silly, but they make some of these jokes that are really funny. They introduce you to classical music. Like, there's some interesting tidbits there, even if the characters don't advance in any real way. Yeah.
1: I love Looney Tunes, yeah.
0: <laughs> Based on what we watched, there's like nothing here.
1: No, I haven't skipped around. It doesn't really go anywhere. It's just the same thing.
0: It's like if cotton candy tasted like unbuttered toast. That's what Inspector Gadget is. It looks like it should be really fun, but the experience of it is so <laughs> bland <laughs> just, and boring and <laughs> stupid that you're like, why did someone even make this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Yep. Yeah, that's an accurate description. so what rating will you give this show
0: I think you should go first what would you give Inspector Gadget
1: Uh, like a zero because you shouldn't watch it go watch something else
0: yeah negative 11
1: That's harsh. I don't think you've done that yet. (laughs) No, I
0: know. It's like the only thing I will probably rate just that low because, like, just for reference, my favorite movie genre is dumb action movies. I'm fine with things that don't have a ton of substance, but I need somebody somewhere to be having some kind of joy in the thing that comes out in the making of it. You know, like that you can see that people were trying to do something that it was enjoyable. That somebody somewhere cared. Yeah. Inspector Gadget no one cared.
1: Nobody cared about this. So
0: No. And I'm sure, like, I remember some of the other adaptations. I didn't watch them, but I remember feeling like, huh, it looks like maybe someone cared about Inspector Gadget and that. So, like, I'm not trying to say that he couldn't have been saved and I just missed it. But in this iteration, the original Inspector Gadget, no. I'm sure someone cared in terms of making sure the animation got done. (laughs) But by any measure that, like, brings a story to life, to me, it feels like no one cared
1: (laughs) They were just slapping it together and putting it on the TV. Yeah.
0: And it does have a lot of potential. That penny plot that you just said? (laughs) Fucking amazing. I would actually love it if he was a bumbling detective, but he made himself a cyborg because he's like, this is the only way I can actually help people. Like, if he really had some sort of drive to solve these mysteries because he wants to keep people safe. Like, great. That's a level of, like, humanity. Instead, he's just a dick who endangers a
1: child. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's just, like, so unaware of everything around him that you never get to see, like, why he's doing this.
0: Yeah, like, he's just so dumb, and everybody knows he's real dumb, and they're all just like, Inspector Gadget is dumb, but let's give him something to do. And, like, okay... I don't know if you've read or heard of these books. There are early reader books about this maid called Amelia Bedelia. I've heard of Amelia
1: Bedelia.
0: Yeah, she is one of my favorite chaotic, stupid superheroes. You would not actually know she's a superhero because in the book, the book is all about teaching kids essentially idioms and terms of phrase and like learning how to understand language because they'll do things like Amelia Bedelia is a maid for this family and they'll be like, Amelia, could you cool the house down? And she's like, okay. And she just starts throwing ice everywhere and they're like, no, Amelia, we need you to just open the windows. And she's like, oh, why didn't you say that? But the books always end with the family being like, oh, Amelia, you're so silly and we love you so much like there's a level of care there even though she's fucking chaotic stupid and you like get how she gets there like they'll be like Amelia could you break open this package for me and she like punches it and they're like no (laughs) don't And she's like, but I wanted to get it for you. Like, and she's a maid to this family that she loves and she's trying her best. And she's just as bumbling and just as stupid as Inspector Gadget. But one, people love her. And two, she's actively teaching something. So like the idea of like what she's trying to do, which is teach kids idioms and understanding language, comes through.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's
0: not like what Inspector Gadget is is impossible. It's definitely not. It's just nobody fucking try. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's very disappointing. <laughs>
0: yeah, so go find an Amelia Bedouin book instead of watching Inspector Gadget ever.
1: <laughs> Sounds fair. Do you want to theme song us out?
0: Do-do-do-do-do, Inspector Fuckface, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, he's bad. <laughs> Bye! Bye! This show is produced by us, Kelly and Jess, as part of the Adjective Sphinx Network. The music we use was sung by me and can only be found here and you can find links to any info we used in the show in the show notes. Find us and our sibling shows on Twitter at Adjective Sphinx or email us at adjectivesphinx at gmail.com and if you enjoyed this podcast please rate it on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening.